Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and we are honored to have you with us today. Now, today's guest is Julie Deneluck. Julie is a nutritionist and TV personality. She is the award-winning, best-selling author of three books, Meals That Heal Inflammation, Slimming Meals That Heal, and Hot Detox, which was on the Canadian bestsellers list for 11 weeks in 2017. And she is also the host of Healthy Gourmet, a reality cooking show that looks at the ongoing battle between taste and nutrition. And the show was aired in 70 eight countries worldwide. She's appeared appeared on hundreds of television and radio shows, uh, including Dr. Oz, and she's going into her eighth season as a resident expert on the Marilyn Dennis show and is a regular contributor to Evolve with John Edward. She really is passionate about getting this message out about inflammation and what it's doing to our bodies. And she has her story of a near-death experience in Thailand from food poisoning, and that's truly what drives her to help others today. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode with Julie Deneluck. Well, hello, Julie, and welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. Oh, I'm so honored to be here. Thank you so much. I am stoked to Yay. share. Yay. You <laughs> awesome. have such a great thing going. So thank you for creating this amazing place for us to, to share. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, we are so, so um just excited about hearing of who you are, what you do, and the journey that like led you here today. Well, it was quite a journey because I nearly died in Thailand. And uh, when I was laying there paralyzed from food poisoning, I didn't treat it right away because I, as a nutritionist, I kind of thought I knew what to do. So I was hydrating. I was taking a couple antimicrobials. I thought, oh, I should, but I couldn't hold anything down. I was wow. so sick. And then when I became paralyzed and I couldn't move off the bed, thank goodness someone carried me to a nursing station because I was in a very remote area of Thailand where there wasn't any hospitals. And they carried me to a nursing station and pumped me full of antibiotics to save my life. And I'll never forget coming home and my gut was just ravaged. I ended up with post-infectious colitis oh. and that led me to having arthritis and bursitis because inflammation sort of mm. ends up really cascading and I was so sick that I felt 60 years old in a 30 year old body and the guy I was dating at the time sort of gave me a moment of real awakening when I was bottoming out I just felt like the lowest point in my life and he walked in because I was violently sick in the washroom yet again and he came in and he put his little hands on my face Mm -hmm. and looked in the eyes and said what are you going to do to heal Wow. And I, I had this moment of what am I going to do to heal? Because quite frankly, he was really hot and I didn't want to lose him. And I was like, <laughs> better get my stuff together here. And yeah, yeah I'm so lucky that I, I realized I, I really should write down the foods that were making me feel violently ill and just try to create some sort of path through this insane wow. sickness. And that created my book called Meals That Heal Inflammation, which has sold over 100,000 copies globally. And I'm so lucky that wow. it became a bestseller. And 
And that's why I do what I do is trying to help anybody out there with inflammation. With you have arthritis, bursitis, colitis, diverticulitis. I could build a rap song from every itis I've ever heard. <laughs> every itis in the book, right? Every itis, everything ends in itis that's inflammatory. Right. So if you have inflammation, mm-hmm. we got to work with anti-inflammatory foods and let go of those big crave foods that might be derailing you. So even though yeah. I was eating healthy, I was also eating some really big triggers for inflammation. And that's why I'm so passionate to share now um, that you can have food taste incredible and substitute the sugar and substitute the white flour and get to a point where you've got the bliss point of food tasting delicious, but also healing you. Yeah, absolutely. That's such an important conversation with so much, you know, misinformation and myths and and you're bad if you eat this, you're good if you eat this and so much judgment around food, right? Um, Just real quick, let's go back. What kind of food like made you paralyzed what kind of food well, poisoning well, i had a bacterial infection oh got it that, okay. that it was so bad that oh. i actually lost all my electrolytes and then all of a sudden i couldn't move because i had just completely done myself in i mean when they finally got me to the hospital they're like we're so grateful you got her here because my fever was tipping over 105, which Mm. is when the body starts to burn up and I couldn't keep fluids on board. So that's the worst thing about treating um, any sort of food poisoning by yourself Mm. is when you get to the point where no fluid will stay in your system, you have to get to the hospital. So that's why, yeah, I, I very quickly was able to move once I was rehydrated and massive doses of antibiotics administered to help kill off the infection Mm -hmm. but it wasn't completely killed and therefore when i came home i had post-infectious colitis which is very common when you have something that really does you in that really takes you out of the game wow Mm -hmm. wow so that's obviously having lived through such trauma your body and and i'm I'm sure your psyche and everything right because you were already teaching nutrition at that point like you already were in the field i was a nutritionist but i hadn't taught nutrition like i was very it was very early days i had just become a nutritionist got it so that's the thing is you're kind of cocky and think you know what you're doing (laughs) you're like i I know what to do i'll just take this and this and i should feel better and then it just progressed and got so much worse so right now you know where you're it's it's a humbling when you know where your (laughs) skills end and the medical skills take over exactly and unfortunately with food a lot of people again they read an article or follow some influencer and they're like they think they know what to do and and they may know enough but then there's those moments where of the, what happened to you that really wakes you up and says, okay, yes. I need to do a full overhaul here. What's happening? So let's, yeah. let's talk a little bit about that. Just inflammatory foods. And there's a lot yes. of stuff out there about that. So tell us a little bit about what they are and um, how we can Absolutely. avoid them. Yeah. So the number one inflammatory food is shockingly seems innocuous, which it like, seems so harmless is white sugar mm. and white sugar is powerfully inflammatory because it increases insulin so dramatically and it creates something called advanced glycation end products on every cell of your body Mm -hmm. so that your cells can't communicate to each other because they've been damaged. Mm -hmm. So I find it so funny that the acronym of advanced glycation end products is literally age. (laughs) So sugar ages you on a cellular level. And in reality, it really does age you because when you have this glycation of your joints, it causes arthritis. When you have glycation of your eyes, it causes cataracts. When you have glycation of your skin, it causes deep weathering. So Mm -hmm. you have cross-linking happening to 
your collagen and then your collagen breaks down and you end up with more wrinkles. Mm -hmm. And then when you have a collagen uh, missing, of course, what people find interesting, they only think of their skin, but when that happens in your bone, you can even end up with uh, real problems with collagen not being able to be laid down so that you can make more good, healthy bones. So it just ends up aging you top to tail. So I really say it's important for people to uh, break up with sugar. And the number one way to do that is to find delicious substitutions because sugar actually makes you sad. It's beyond just making you inflamed. Mm -hmm. It turns out it causes neuroinflammation. Mm -hmm. It can increase your risk of depression by 52%, which is really dramatic. Wow. So the good news is, is once we get you off of the sugar, having a high produce, low sugar diet can reduce your depression risk by 24%. So we're looking at over a 75% swing when you embrace an anti-inflammatory menu that's free of flour, white flour and white sugar. Because let's face it, white flour becomes white sugar the second you eat it. So in your mouth, your digestive enzymes will break your flour into sugars within about a minute and that's why on the glycemic index we see white bread white potato breaking down in your mouth faster than table sugar so it's fascinating mm. that this almalase and people become bread tooths they think they're they're like oh you know i don't have a sweet tooth no it's just you like it coming in a longer chain format oh, that's me <laughs> yeah, yeah but the bread is just as problematic Darn. So. Yeah, but the good news is there's lots of bread and lots of sweets that you can have. Mm -hmm. It's just learning those really nice direct substitutions. So my biggest uh, probably crave food was ice cream. Mm -hmm. And ice cream makes so much sense because it's actually the closest thing to human breast milk. Mm. Because cow's milk is not that sweet. So when you add sugar to cow's milk, it becomes very, very close to human milk. Right. Okay. So that's yeah. why we're so tempted by it. It's mm-hmm. like, Mama, I'm having a bad day. And you run for the ice cream. Bowl. Right. Well, that makes perfect sense. So we have to get underneath the craving, see why you crave it. Like for you, maybe you came home from school and your mom or your grandma or your, it shouldn't be sexist, I should say, a family member right. <laughs> had like, fast, like fresh bread baking or, mm-hmm. or maybe toast in the morning that your parent made you was a, something that solidifies in your brain as a craving and you connect comfort, you connect security, you mm-hmm. connect love to that food, which makes it really hard when you're sad or stressed or have your willpower go down, immediately we go to the default of our childhood. Yeah. And that's why I got totally. into eating psychology because I realized you've got to treat that or a person will be permanently enrolled in forever wanting their their childhood favorite. Right, right. And once it's so powerful in the psychology and the physiology, right, or just supporting that rabbit hole, right? <laughs> it's like, mm, totally. give me the French yeah. bread and cheese, yummy, you know? And yeah. It, yeah, and it, it's yeah. just, right. But I right. promise you, having had many, many, many clients, that you can find new favorites that replace the old favorites and they lock in just as beautifully. And then you're having a treat and you're like, wow, this builds me up tomorrow and tastes great today. So right. that's the long-term vision is to have foods that truly love you back. Absolutely. Now, what would you say is your favorite substitution of all the artificial sweeteners or, you know, honey, agave, yeah. like all of the stuff? What would you say uh, creates the least glyce- glycemic spike, right? It's, it, but mm-hmm. also can satisfy 
people? My absolute favorite is called monk fruit Mm -hmm. and monk fruit is an Asian sweetener that is just coming on the market and it it tastes way better than stevia. A lot of people get traumatized by stevia early and they're like, Oh, that's got a licorice taste. Oh, I don't like it. So this has a very sweet, neutral taste. It's a fruit. So it tastes really interesting. But the reason why it works is because it's 400 times sweeter than sugar. Mm -hmm. So even though it's a fruit and it's hundred percent natural, you need so little of it that you're having just a few calories when you have monk fruit instead of having hundreds of calories when you're eating honey or sugar or maple syrup. Like everyone's always like, isn't honey better? And I'm like, well, nutritionally it's better. Maple syrup, of course, has iron and has this cool phytonutrient and call it quibiquinol, which I think is really funny because it's named after Quebecers. <laughs> but yeah, but we do have to keep in mind that there's a heavy glycemic load because mm-hmm. of the amount of carbs that you're taking in. So that's why I really like these sweeteners that deliver a lot of flavor, a lot of sweetness with very few calories because it does allow you to have a lot of pleasure. So that's my next uh, project I'm working on is, is really developing recipes that are extremely low on the glycemic impact the glycemic index and glycemic load is low Mm. but it's delivering a ton of deliciousness nice i love that and a lot of people don't know especially here in the states because we don't use grams you know when you look at a label and you see grams of sugar like what does that even mean and you know when i share there's actually four grams in a teaspoon now it's a household measurement that people understand and you look at a can of Coke and it's 39 grams of sugar, it's almost 10 teaspoons of sugar, right? Which it's, seems it's unbelievable. It's just terrifying <laughs> I know, that it's... the average American can have easily over 30 gram, thirty teaspoons of mm. sugar in a day without even blinking. Without even realizing Liquid it. calories. Yep. So that's one yep. of the big ones I always talk about is one of the most inflammatory things you can have is, is pop. Yeah. And then unfortunately people will go, Oh, but I've switched over to diet pop. Isn't that better? Mm-hmm. But a lot of people react to aspartame and a lot of people react to even sucralose. Cause it turns out sucralose is sugar with a chlorine molecule attached to it so that you can't absorb that sugar. But the chlorine attached to the sugar mm. is killing off your good bacteria in your bowel, which is messing with your brain because right. your, got, your gut talks to your brain via the vagus nerve. Right. So there's no getting away with artificial sweeteners. <laughs> like move over saccharin. We know that one's carcinogenic. We know aspartame causes a lot of neurological problems, can even cause um, epilepsy. Move over artificial sweeteners and let's just invite in the natural sweeteners. Got and, it. The, and the one that's high, high in calories, but actually is quite nutritive, something like coconut nectar mm. is dried into coconut sugar. Mm-hmm. That one at least has a lot of B vitamins. It has a lot of really good minerals that, and it tastes exactly like a brown sugar. So it's so nice to substitute in a recipe that calls for a cup. You can just use a direct cup of the coconut sugar and you're getting way more nutrition. So at least you're not depleted by having sugar. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So the brand name for aspartame is Equal, right? Equal, equal? Yes. Is, yes. Is um, Splenda also aspartame? Splenda is sucralose, sucralose. which is a okay. real problem. So that's a problem yeah. too. So those little yeah. colored packets you see aren't always yeah. the best choice. Right. right. Yeah, so. definitely try to move to, you're going to see a green packet showing up mm-hmm. a lot yep. in places like really, com- we won't give them a plug, but we'll say the very common coffee shops mm-hmm. are starting to carry packets of monk fruit and stevia out of request. Nice. So you're yeah. going to see natural sweeteners pushing those artificial sweeteners out of the way very soon if you haven't already seen it. 
Got it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the stevia for sure. I don't know if I've seen the monk fruit, but yeah. Okay, it's great. coming. Yeah. It's in like one of my favorite bars has monk fruit as a sweetener and a lot of teas and a lot of a lot of like pre-made drink mixes that are super alternative and health food stores are now starting to use monk fruit, nice, which is great. Nice. Yeah. Well, I know the sugar topic is just right and go on days about the sugar topic because just it, yeah. manufacturers are putting more and more in, you know, where it's like you said, like yeah. hiding them under different names and, you know, which still has really an inflammation, you know, infl- inflammatory response in the body. So, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, it all reacts the same. That's yeah. the thing to keep in mind is is even if something has slightly higher um like a lot of people will say, well, what do you think of maple syrup? And I'm like, well, it is sucrose, right? Mm. So it is like 95% like cane sugar. Right, right. <laughs> so it's very similar, but it luckily has a lot of nutrients. So yeah. that's one thing I'll say is like, if you're just weaning off sugar, first step, just get off the white refined stuff. And of Got course it. the corn syrup, which is Got basically a sugar in a different, a different name. Right. And very yeah. hard on your liver because your liver has to convert fructose to glucose mm-hmm. and to do that it has to do a lot of work in the liver so now we know there's this non-alcoholic fatty liver syndrome that's caused by high amounts of corn syrup that's so that's why syrup. pop really should go and to replace that then having like a sparkling water with a nice spritz of lemon lime or if you want to get something more exciting there's now like ginger beers coming on the market there's a lot of cool stuff that is is a great substitution that gives you some some joy and some fun even one ounce of high quality pomegranate juice with six or seven ounces of sparkling water tastes amazing Mm. and is heart healthy because pomegranates are so good for you nice nice how about some other um inflammatory foods yeah the big one would be french fries and potato chips which seem so harmless but when we eat a deep fried food like that when a carbohydrate hits frying oil, it creates this, this crazy toxin called acrylamide, mm. which is super inflammatory. <laughs> but then we also have the frying oil, which is often de- um, genetically modified soybean, cottonseed, or or canola. So canola, soy, corn, or cottonseed oil. And Got those it. are four genetically modified oils that are profoundly inflammatory. Mm. So I highly recommend we get rid of those oils. And then the actual carbohydrate itself we know a lot of people react to potato because potatoes in the nightshade family. Mm-hmm. So if you have rheumatoid arthritis, especially, but if you have any profound inflammatory condition, try to get rid of potato chips and French fries because the nightshade um, alkaloid in there called solanine can cause profound joint swelling mm-hmm. in about one tenth of people who have inflammation. So there's a subset of people that really got to get off potato. Got it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But luckily, there's lots of substitutions. There's like jicama and celerac root and uh, cassava, and like there's lots and lots of cool uh, products popping up at health food stores to help people have all that flavor without having the potato hangover. <laughs> the crunchy French fries and potato yeah. chips. <laughs> yeah. And right now, uh, I'm getting all the Irish people like growling at me, but it's my national food. I'm like, exactly. I know. I know. I get it. I understand. Uh, I'm a potato girl. I love them. Okay. So sugar, fried foods of any kind, obviously just, yeah. yeah, I mean, kind of, it's gotta go for sure. And then the one that I, I have a hard time talking about because I know that it's way better to eat protein than it is to eat carbohydrates is do watch how you cook your meat. Mm. Because if you really 
like do a hard grill on the barbecue and it's just blackened, which is a very popular way to eat it, especially in steakhouses. Sometimes the steak is delivered and it's just black as coal. Right. That black bits, they're actually called polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons and they're super inflammatory to you. Mm. So, so when we constantly blame the meat, like, you know, there's this huge push recently, plant-based diet. I totally get it. We all need to go more plant-based more plants, because right it's a great idea to save the planet. It's a great way to live longer, but all the longest living human beings, I will say not all, cause I can never generalize, but most of the blue zones in the world do have small bits of animal products, mm-hmm. but they have a plant-based diet. So 70% of what they're eating is plants, but then they're having little bits of high omega-3 dairy or high omega-3 fish. Mm. And that's actually helping them stay alive longer. So I don't want to demonize all animal foods. I just want to say, be very careful how you eat them. Because I was vegetarian for 16 years. And thank goodness, I moved away from being harsh vegetarian because I was starting to develop nutritional deficiencies. Mm. So it's really important. Are you deficient in iron, ladies? One third of ladies are low in iron and Mm. having terrible anemia. And then they wonder why they're dragging their butt around super, super tired. Right. So we got to definitely help with iron stores in men often run out of zinc because zinc is mostly in seafood. Mm. So do you have enough zinc? If you don't have enough zinc because you lose zinc from having sex with your partner and mm. you lose zinc from drinking alcohol. Mm. So most it doesn't matter how guys have a good time, they're losing zinc. <laughs> zinc is leaching out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just remember, guys, right. you need zinc for your dink yeah. because it helps your <laughs> testosterone. Right. It's very- I love that. A little rhyme. Yeah, exactly. Gotta remember this. And that's and that's great in terms of, you know, and I love that you said, you know, when you try to find the nutrients from food, it's just coupled with so many, you know, micronutrients and you know, so many things that a supplement can't always give. Not that you can't supplement, but so many people want to run to buy the vitamins or run to buy without taking the consideration that, okay, what foods am I lacking? What foods do I need to add, you know, to be to be balanced. So Yeah, can you believe that? We are still going by the vitamin A, B, C, D, E. There is literally vitamins of it. People do not recognize as actual vitamins, but they are. Like Mm. omega-3 is vitamin F. Mm. It's a legitimate vitamin because you can't make omega-3 in your body. You have to ingest it. But because, don't don't ask me how it was lost in translation, Mm. but we never recognized vitamin F as a critical nutrient, even though it was... Anything that's classified as a vitamin is literally essential for life and your body cannot manufacture it. That's the definition, right? Right. Why didn't omega-3 get mandated Mm. the same way vitamin A, B, C, D, E got mandated? Because if if we actually mandated it, then we wouldn't have the profound issues around depression, inflammation, heart disease, because omega-3 literally is not only the, the plumber that can like the liquid drain that can move plaques out of our system. It also really reduces brain inflammation. 8% of your brain is omega-3 or vitamin F, but less than 0.1% of the American diet is omega-3 or or vitamin F. So there's something really going on here where we have to look for the nutritional deficiencies and plug those holes so quickly to help return you to vitality. And that's Mm. my mission is like to help bring light to this topic that has been really pushed away. People see food as fuel and I want people to see fuel as I want to see food as the opportunity for you 
to truly heal every cell of your body. Mm, It's so important for you to see it as your repair mechanism. Do you want to build it with paper mache of junk food? Or do you want to repair (laughs) your body with the bricks and mortar that you deserve and to have the structure that you had when you were young? That requires massive nutrition. That's a big shift in a, in a world that's yeah becoming more processed and more you know addictive right because of what what the, the manufacturers are putting in. So I love the um, yeah everything that you shared is is so valuable to our audience and to you know to everybody because um, health is one of the big pillars we talk about at Rise Up for You and it, it's the foundation right. I mean if you don't have that and don't have the energy right because the energy is the biggest fundamental of all. You can't go out and be, a, you know, a great lover, a great spouse, a great partner, a great coworker, all of it, right? So you got it, sweetheart. Yeah, absolutely. That is an amazing, amazing connection for people to get. Is that your health helps you manifest everything you want in your life? You want a better career. You want to. You want more money. You want mm. a better relationship. Work on your health yeah. because it it gives you the juice to manifest all your dreams. Absolutely. So awesome. So awesome. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing your journey because I know that was a a huge challenging one, but also has just led you to where you are today and helping so many people. So it's it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's a huge gift when you can see that the rainbow does come at the end of the storm. (laughs) And if anyone's out there who's struggling right now, who's really facing down a health crisis, please remember that on the other side of it, you will just be such a contribution to everyone else Mm. and you will have such one of the greatest things that my illness gave me was a total absolute joy for living because I never take mm-hmm. it for granted yeah. that I can run. I can never, never take it. Cause I remember when I was so, my bursitis was so bad in my hip that I get out of the car, like an old lady and it would take me like a few steps to walk normally. Right. And now when I found out of the car and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's not lost on me. So that's the gift of the nice. illness is that when you get back to wellness, you have this deep appreciation for living that mm. the people who've always been well often squander. Right. So right. there is a gift There's in So it. much gratitude there. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, huge. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. And thank you. I want to step into our power section now and ask you a couple sure. of questions as we wrap up. So um, is there one book maybe that has just impacted you? Absolutely. The book that impacted me the most, I still have. And it's Your Hyperactive, Your Child is Hyperactive by Dr. Ben Feingold. Wow. My mother found this book when I was seven years old and I had profound food allergies that she did not understand. She was feeding me the standard, you know, macaroni and cheese and hamburger helper and all those kind of candies and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was a whirling dervish. I, I couldn't study in school. I couldn't sleep through the night. I cried easily. I was just... It was a really difficult job. <laughs> read this book and she made this really shocking decision, very pioneering decision to take me off all refined food at the age of seven. And in wow. one week I was sleeping. In two weeks, my grains started to improve. My grades went from D's to straight A's in less than a month. Wow. And they stayed there and it changed my entire life. And if I didn't know that food was the cause or a massive contributor to attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder. Yeah. Who knows where my life would have gone? Cause I just couldn't focus. I couldn't study. I was a nervous wreck mm. and I'm so grateful that I, I got introduced to nutrition at seven 
because it obviously was, uh, yeah, the biggest gift my mother ever could have given me was to choose to take me off the red dye, the white sugar, all these foods that are now commonplace when a child is having hyperactivity, they'll try that. But at the time it was, they thought, the doctor thought my mom was nuts and actually would hand me candy under his under his actual prescriptive table he would hand me mojos and i would be like what what it was so abnormal to take your child off of inflammatory foods wow yeah well that's a whole nother discussion about doctors and the lack of nutrition that they get right so (laughs) thank goodness for dr feingold uh, yeah dr ben feingold and he now has a, a foundation called the Fine Gold Foundation. Fantastic. And it helps to teach parents that if they take their children off inflammatory foods, they too can have a calmer, happier child. Fantastic. Wow, that is wonderful. <laughs> okay, how about a quote that you live by? A quote that I live by, I I, I love this one. Change is hard at first, messy in the middle, and gorgeous at the end. Mm. That's by Robin Sharma. And I just want people to remember that as going into any change, well, the only constant in our life is change. So if we can embrace the change and know that it will be messy, that it will be hard at first, but that when you really embrace it, that you can find a transformation you didn't think was possible, then you can absolutely manifest what you want. Yeah. So you do have to let go of what you have to embrace what you want, Yeah. which is a, a huge leap of faith, but very much worth doing. Fantastic. I love that. Okay. So if you could leave the world with one golden nugget, what would it be? That your next meal is either an act of self-love or an act of, of self-loathing and that you get to choose how much self-care you're going to give yourself with the next thing you put in your mouth. Wow. You get 81,000 meal choices from birth to grave. What is your next choice going to be? Whew, that's powerful. Because <laughs> sometimes I think people think, oh, what does that matter? What does that one more cookie matter? What does that one more thing matter? You know, but then it just... It really going. does matter, guys. Yeah, it matters. You it can matters. change your mood in 24 hours of giving up white sugar and white flour. And... Mm. My yogi says, like, don't believe me. Just try it on long enough to see if it works. Yeah, sure. Just That's yeah. all I ask. What do you Just have to lose? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what, what do you have to lose, right? <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. Love it. Yeah. So how can we support you and find you? Well, know that it's uh, all my social handles and my website is my name, which is Julie Daniluk, D-A-N-I-L-U-K. And um, on Instagram, I have huge amounts of stories on how to make this transition real for you. Cause this might be something that interests you, but how, what's the practical nuts and bolts to actually manifest it. So mm. I share constant recipes and travel tips and you name it on how to eat in a beautiful, healthy way. And then on my website, I have some very deep dive scientific articles that are absolutely worth looking at. And I just can't wait to connect with people at Julie Danilock. Um, and thank you so much again for this amazing opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Before we let you go, as you know, we're called rise up for you. So when you hear that term, what does that mean to you? Well, it brings to mind this amazing quote by John F. Kennedy that rising tides raises all boats. Mm. And so I just want to leave people with that, that when someone else rises beside you, remember that the, the tide is rising 
and that that vibration will rise you up as well. And when you rise up, you have more energy to give your loved ones more energy mm-hmm. to give all humans around you. So that's why it's so joyous and incredibly important to, to rise up and, mm-hmm. and to be the vanguard in your life, be that person who trailblazes that is the pioneer because the ripple effect is massive and it's always worth it. Mm, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Julie. Thanks. I thank love you. this conversation. So and yeah, yeah. and I know it's so served our audience as we you know stand alongside their journey to becoming their best self and health is the foundation. And thank you. Everything you shared was beautiful. Thank you so much. Amazing. You're awesome. <laughs> thank you. Talk soon. Talk soon. Bye, Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.